Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Code Untapped Tech Talk. I'm Ez. And I'm Jay. And we're going to be discussing everything coding, tech, and startup related. Welcome, everybody, to another Code Untapped Tech Podcast. You've got me, Ez, and... Hi, I'm Jay. So, again, we're together in the Code Untapped studio in Sydney. So... Today, you know, we're talking about a really important subject. I mean, we're talking about fundraising, we've got pitches going on, the rest mm-hmm. of it. There's a really key aspect to this, which is your advisory board, mm. right? So what I just want to talk a little bit today about what is it that you need to consider when building one. Now, you're actually having to build one at the moment. I've obviously yeah. been on advisory boards. I've mm. built advisory boards in mm. the past. What do you think about having one? What, what value do you think it's providing to you? I mean, well, I'm I'm a I'm a sole founder, yeah. yeah. So I need effectively I need support, yeah. yeah, because I don't have. Even though I'm building a fintech product and I'm a financial technologist, yeah. In the particular domain, you also need lots of other people that support that domain, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and this is about so your advisory board is also all about building all about showing the credibility of your business yeah yeah? and does it have the right knowledge base yeah yeah, in order to effectively tackle the challenges in that space that you're going to come across as the business grows yeah Yeah. and can you do do you have the ability and the knowledge to pivot in the right directions and have the advice to take you forward in those directions in that space so your advisory board is also is all about supporting the founder but also about supporting the business in its mission to provide mm-hmm. the service to the to provide the service in its particular sector. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So having gone or not gone through, but going through that process yourself, mm-hmm. what key questions have, have you had or what obstacles have you had to overcome in your own mind when bringing on advisors? I think it's just again, it's 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 almost akin to bringing on uh the right employees at the at a particular point in time. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm looking for I'm looking for what the advisor is going to bring to the table yeah. in terms of are they going to complement with the skill set and knowledge that I have yeah. yeah to to enable us to be uh, just a much stronger presence when we present yeah. to uh, not just to present to investors because it's more than that it's no, just it it's growing well, but that's an important part it is it. it is important it's right? important because bit. actually investors help you grow without the capital it's very difficult to grow businesses yeah. and especially. In the space that I'm in, when you need to build product, yeah, yeah. and build product costs money, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. So you do need that investment. So advisors help help investors see that actually you're in that our investment is in safe hands. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I certainly agree with that. Yeah. As an investor, when you're looking at a startup, we know that not every founder has mm. experience doing this, mm. right? Obviously, we always want to see a founder with experience mm. who's built ex- startups before. That's yeah. all ideal, but mm. that's just not always the case. Yeah, but I mean, it's funny. It's funny you say that, but everybody needs a network, and, and everybody needs to start somewhere. And every and you, it's funny because even if you look at experienced serial founders, look at Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah. He'll still have an advisory board. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he didn't. He's not. He's he's trying to take over Twitter now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And but he's not doing it by himself. No, he's not yeah. using all his own money. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that's that clearly illustrates that you know even the people that are at the top of their game, 
yeah. you know, have these, you know, have these people around them that yeah. support them to, to, to reach to reach their goal. Yeah. yeah. So I guess, you know, for you, what have been the, the knowledge gaps that you've sought to close by bringing on? Right. So, I mean, I have, um, so in my particular, in my particular case, it's, there's, there's two things because we do, uh, we do invoicing, we do, you know, we want to do tax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're in the financial space. So there's, there's the regulatory piece as well. So yeah. those are the advisors that I've sought to bring yeah. on. Yeah. So people, so individuals that have experience and knowledge and expertise in the financial advisory space. Yeah. yeah in the, the tax space. Yeah. Yeah. And, because it's we do payments, we want to do open banking. We'll be looking for we'll be looking for advisors in those areas as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. And I guess when we found those advisors, so some of those advisors come through your network, mm-hmm. some of them come through my, my yeah. network. Some on your advisory board. Mm. Well, no, I'm not. I'm an advisor, but I'm on your board as well. Yeah. But um, we've been building out an mm. advisory team. So this is interesting. You talked about network, and I think that's really, really important. And it's yeah. something that investors look for as well. Yeah. Because they want to know that when the hits the fan, yeah, yeah, that you've got that. You know, you can reach out to X, and you can yeah. reach out to Y, and they can, and not just bring capital, but they can actually bring knowledge and expertise. Right. Because sometimes it's not capital that gets you out of, yeah. it gets you out of that bind. Sometimes it's knowing the right person, having those right connections, yeah. having those relationships that enable you to, you know, navigate that particular it's also space. Experiences, yeah. Like you know, when, yeah. Every, every business will go through tough yeah. times. Yeah, every yeah. business. And there's a great story about Shazam when you know they ran out of money and they had to literally literally pawn the software they had wow so they took their shazam algorithm mm-hmm. the ip behind it sold it mm. right and then had leased it back with an option <laughs> to buy it back in the future if they ever had the money to yeah. do so but that kept the business alive yeah doing that gave them enough cash to continue to run the company rebuild it mm. and they did they rebuilt the business they then bought the IP back. They mm. then once again own the algorithm, and mm. now everyone knows Shazam. Right? You see, and that's an interest. I mean, that's think about that. If you think about that logically, because if I if I thought about that, especially as a founder, as a tech founder, and mm-hmm. the product that you build is your baby. Yeah, yeah. So it's something that you've been spending years and years building exactly. and stuff like that, and you've put it out there, and then for somebody to turn around to say, "But actually, Jay, the best thing for you." Is to sell that thing. That <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I would like. I would want. That's a hard thing. Where is the knife? Yeah. <laughs> but you're not gonna. That's not something you're gonna come to by yourself. Yeah. You need someone to go look. Actually, I've done this before, before and this right? is how you do it, and this is why. Yeah. And this is what you need to do. Yeah. These are the pain points. You know, I built. Up well, I co-built Neighbor. Mm. Raised over two hundred. We raised over two hundred million. Mm. We lent out one hundred seventy million. We had over mm. hundred staff in the team. We went through all sorts of journeys, ups and downs. So there's a lot from that. Mm. Where I go, look, this is what where I've had to solve mm-hmm. these types of problems. Mm-hmm. And then with uh, Impact X, I see so many different startups and the challenges they're facing. I'm like, look, these are things I've seen. Mm-hmm. With people like um, the rest of the board that we're starting to build together. But we, we can talk about, you know, all sorts because the experiences that they have really lend to what we're trying to build. And that's what's so, so important. That's what other investors want to see. But, you know, when things get really difficult, do you have people who can guide you through it, right? Not only just connect you to people, but guide you. Mm. And that's the key thing. Mm. But I guess then it comes down to how big should the board be? 
Yeah, that's a really interesting one. That's a tough one because there's no real right or wrong answer to this, Mm -hmm. right? What I will say is you're going to be paying your advisors. Exactly. Right? Yeah. (laughs) They don't come for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although a lot of startups... Experience and knowledge and expertise is not cheap. Yeah. Although a lot of startups try and get it for free. Mm -hmm. uh, It's not the way. It's not the way, Mm -hmm. right? You, You have to compensate them mm. in some way shape or form mm. so your, your advisory board can be as big or as small as you want it to be but mm. just bear in mind it's going to cost you right mm. um, and what i often say is don't form an advisory board immediately mm. get advisors first people mm. who you can speak to mm. people in your own personal mm. brain trust who you can talk to mm. they're not going to charge you yeah you'll go out for a coffee with them mm. but a lot of the time the agreement will be look i'm going to help you out mm. But if things pick up, yeah, this is what I'm hoping for, right? Exactly. And at that point, then you can start to go, okay, who should be an actual advisor to this company? So as I know it's so how do we go about compensating an right. advisor? That's yeah. a good question. So there's two really simple ways to it. One is equity, one is cash. Mm-hmm. Right. So everyone no, and this is a problem. A lot of um startups are like, well, how much should I pay? an advisor mm. how much equity should mm. i give them should i be giving them percentages of the mm. company what should mm. i do i'm like okay fairly simply you can pay an advisor by the hour or by the day mm-hmm. hourly rate for an advisor probably about 300 pounds wow. right that's a that's a lot of money it's a lot of money daily rate for an advisor can be anywhere between a thousand pounds to three and a half thousand pounds depending upon the expertise that they bring to the table and as a young startup is not going to that kind of cash. Yeah. So how how do they do it? So what you then have to do is go, well, look, I can't afford that Mm -hmm. right now, but their responsibility on my day rate is my day rate. Mm -hmm. Which is fair enough. Which is fair enough. Mm -hmm. It's their time, it's their expertise. And you're going to benefit from that, right? If they come on, they give you great advice, you go and raise a few million pounds and then you're worth 10, 20 million. Well, that advice was worth it. Mm -hmm. They expect they deserve to be compensated. Um, so the way to do it is through offering equity mm-hmm. or options is another way, but, mm-hmm. you know, let's keep it simple with just equity. But then the question is, well, how much equity should I give? Mm-hmm. So again, you can have a very simple model behind mm-hmm. this, right? How much does your, how many days worth of time do you expect from your advisor? Mm-hmm. You go, well, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, well, let's make it easy. You're probably going to have at least four advisory board sessions, a year mm-hmm. so a quarterly advisory board meetings get all your advisors together and you can talk to them about the problems that you're, you're facing or the challenges etc etc that's mm-hmm. fine so that's four days yeah. already yeah you're probably going to want to speak to them once a month you know um more than that but you know half hour here half hour there half hour there so that you could call it once a month mm. and we can factor in the board meetings mm. that once a month so really we're talking 10 to 12 days a year, year mm-hmm. right? Let's keep it very simple. Let's call it 10 days a year, mm. right? Then off the back of that, you agree a term. Mm-hmm. Let's say two years is how mm. long I would like my advisors to be on my board, on my mm. advisory board before they automatically roll off and mm-hmm. I bring on new advisors. Well, now we know I need 20 days worth of time mm-hmm. from my advisor at a day rate of, let's call it a thousand pounds per day. Yep. Right. So that's 20,000 pounds. Is mm. how much I expect to pay mm. for my advisor. Yeah. Right. Now we look at well, how much is your company worth? Right. Mm-hmm. We look at how much my company is worth. I divide the amount I'm expecting to pay, mm-hmm. and that gives me 
a percentage number of percentage of shares we can then work out how many shares that equates to mm. and that's how i then pay my advisor yeah it's actually very very straightforward yeah right people get very caught up on well should i be giving them one percent two percent that's yeah. not what matters yeah, yeah, yeah agree a day rate agree a number of days mm. agree evaluation for your business mm. calculate the equity equity amount yeah. very straightforward and it seems fair on both sides actually it is because mm. you're using very straightforward metrics simple numbers there's no arguing really it comes down to how much my company worth right now which is mm. determined not by the advisor or you but how mm. much you're raising at and what's mm. going on with your fundraising mm. so that's an independent figure um, which is down to you and your investors mm. but then it's well how many days do i need you and how, what's your day rate and really now it just comes down to do i flex the number of days up or down Right. So it sounds like the, there's a lot of contracts or contractual obligations that you need to fulfill and stuff Absolutely. like that. And uh, can you just give us a, an idea of some of the things that you, some of the, some of the paperwork that you need to have in place yeah. when you're doing these? So you can set up a service agreement mm -hmm. between you and your uh, your advisor, which mm -hmm. is very straightforward. It just says, you know, this is the company. You are who you are. These are the services we're expecting from you, which is you will be an advisor to this business, providing X number of days, amount of time per year, um, at least four board meetings a year incorporated into that. Um, there'll be various non-competes, this, that, and the other that might be in there, but you can customize these agreements mm. for advisor. Some advisors might be saying, well, you brought me on because I work mm. in this space. <laughs> so expecting me to assign a non-compete won't work, right? Yeah. But they, maybe they sign an NDA yeah. alongside that, mm. alongside with you, right? Um, and you have to be flexible, right? Mm. Sometimes an NDA is just not good enough. Mm. But if they bring enough value, okay, then it's know, worth we'll, it. we'll just go with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? exactly. But that's your basic piece of paperwork. It's just your, your service agreements, your NDA. Then around that, if they're getting equity, you do expect for there to be a shareholders agreement yeah. that explains what are the rights that accrue to shareholders, and as a company, you should have articles of association anyway. If you're just getting started, you've probably got, you're probably using model articles, which mm. for anyone who doesn't know, are just the default standard rules and regulations by which your business governs itself, which are issued automatically when you set up your company. Mm. So that's the basic paperwork that you need. Yes, well, I think this has been a really insightful session, actually. So... Uh... Thank you. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's about it. It's yeah, not yeah. much more complicated than that, to be honest. I mean, I, I, what I think is that people make it a lot more complicated than it needs to be. They get caught up in all sorts of debates around equity, around percentage. Look, the whole point of building startups is that you increase the value of the company. Yeah. Right. As you increase the value of the company, the pie gets bigger. Mm. Right. Mm. So it's not about giving away equity freely mm -hmm. that's that's not the point but don't be afraid to use equity mm. effectively and efficiently mm. to purchase the services that you need that will grow your company mm. so it's about effective use of the capital that you it's have effective use of the resources yeah really that's what it's all about and essentially the equity of your business is a resource essentially that can be hundred deployed that can be deployed effectively or ineffectively. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And if it's deployed badly, that can cause you all sorts of problems. Mm. Nothing worse than having someone who's taking up a big chunk of your cap table who's not bringing any value to the business. Yeah. That can be a real problem. And this does happen when um, people have signed or agreed mm. to silly amounts of things, silly things like mm. um, 
non-dilution for advisors mm. or you know automatic ratchets and all sorts of things mm. where the advisor basically doesn't do very much and just keeps getting more value so it's, i mean so i was going to wrap up actually but i think that leads on to another question right what if the relationship doesn't you find that it doesn't right. work after six months or 12 months or what's what, what's the sort of things that we can do to sort of get so out of those situations that, that can absolutely happen so you put in place a vesting arrangement yeah very simple um you have a vest and it's a bit of a difficult one for advisors because a lot of companies like to have a 12-month cliff. Yeah. But for an advisor, if you're just getting equity on a 12-month cliff, then you're not getting paid. Yeah. So I'm actually running maximum risk yeah. by being an advisor to yeah. you because you're leveraging my time, my skill. And you could turn around and say knowledge. after 11 months, it's not working. It's not working and I get nothing. Yeah. So I do think that doesn't sound very fair. It's it's not fair, and it's a it's a punchy approach to take. If someone's mm. going to try and do that to me, I'd be like, "Sorry, well then you got payment." Yeah, and I I expect to get half in cash, mm -hmm. and the other half I'm prepared to take on risk as equity. Yeah, right. Yeah. And this is the thing: it's a negotiation, mm. right? And this is what most founders who've never done this before mm. don't really understand. It is a negotiation. The same for, don't get me wrong, there are advisors out there who've never been advisors before. Yeah. So a lot of what we're talking about actually applies to them mm. as well. Mm. From your side, it's a negotiation. Mm. It's not a take it or leave it deal. Mm. It's, this is what... It's not zero sum. It's not zero sum. Mm. It's like, this is how I expect to work. What I always say to advisors is say, say to a startup, my rate is my rate, mm -hmm. but we can flex around the terms. Mm -hmm. And for the startup, this is what you require. Mm. We can flex around those terms. Mm. And if I really, really need your expertise, but the equity is too high, the day rate's too high, well, then reduce the number of days. Yeah. If you've got someone who is that valuable to mm. you, one day of conversation is good. Can transform your business. For sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So leverage that appropriately. Just because they're an advisor doesn't mean they have to turn up mm. 10 days in a year. Maybe yeah. you only use them once, twice. And yeah. That's it. And within that one conversation, you they introduce them. you to enough people, they give you enough insights, they explain to you exactly how the space works. And that is enough for you to go take your business to the next level. And it was worth it, wasn't it? For sure. All right. Yeah. So I think, Ez, I mean, there's nothing more for me to say, actually. Yeah, I think okay. you really covered that. You really, <laughs> you really covered that space really, really well. So um, for me, I think, Guys, this has been really an insightful session and an advisory board is a really important aspect, I think, oh, in your business. Can yeah. I tell There is one aspect to advisory boards that I do need to touch on this and it's something a lot of people, especially in the regulated spaces, miss. There is a difference between a board and an advisory board, but it's based upon the what actions you take in response to their guidance, right? Mm-hmm. From a board, a board gives you instruction, mm -hmm. right? And they give you instruction because they have regulatory responsibility, fiduciary responsibility for that business, mm -hmm. right? An advisory board does not. Mm. They are not regulatory. They have no regulatory or fiduciary responsibility mm. as an advisor on the advisory board. What that means is they cannot give you instruction. They can only give, give you, you advice, advice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from both sides, just be very careful that your advisory board are not giving you instruction because if it starts to look like they're giving you instruction, actually, they should be on the board. They should be on the board. And from a regulatory perspective, they then come under that purview. 
Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. If it looks like a duck, sounds like a duck. It's a duck. It's a duck. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. So you've got to be very, very careful about that from both sides. Mm -hmm. That was a very good point, actually. I'm glad you you put that last one in there. Excellent, excellent. So, um, So I think that's about... That's about it That's in terms of time. No worries. But this has been a really, really insightful session, Ez. And uh, as I hope you guys out there, I hope you enjoyed it. So bye from me. Bye from me. Carry on coding. Carry on coding. And we'll see you in the next <laughs> podcast and the next pitching day. All right? Fantastic. Cheers. Take care. Bye.